by Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow. Chief, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Uh, first morning, of, Chris. Yeah, first of all, Chief, first you know, what exactly happened Saturday morning? This, the, the, you know, I'm hearing things of obstruction and stuff. You know, what can you tell us about what happened in front of the wet bar Saturday morning? Well, obviously, without getting into the investigation too much, uh, there was a large crowd that was outside the wet bar there along the sidewalk. The park led the uh, entryway to the wet bar, and then it's that general vicinity. Uh, officers have been out there monitoring it due to uh, the large crowd around 1.30. We actually got out there, had some officers out there in that general area there, assigned to that area because we knew there was going to be a, a party at the wet bar that we were concerned about. Uh, we had reached out to the owner of the bar earlier in the week about some of those concerns. Um, so we had officers already assigned to that area. Um, a fight broke out. The crowd, officers in the area, heard somebody yell fight. As they ran toward the fight, they heard shots fired and uh, found a subject that had been shot multiple times there in the doorway of the uh, business way. Um, it's a tragic incident. Uh, as officers were trying to uh, render first aid, uh, several people were collapsing on them, collapsing on the crime scene. As officers tried to uh, get people back, several people complied, but several didn't. Uh, some out of concern, some just for what we call gawkers, uh, trying to get their live stream on of the incident, uh, and interrupting and uh, obstructing the officers. They were trying to do their job and render life-saving treatment to this, uh, this, this young man. So it's a tragic situation. Uh, you know, I wish it wouldn't have happened. I hope now that people will come forward. We know that there were multiple people in the area that saw what happened. It's time for them to step up and uh, take a stand against violence in our community and contact the Springfield Police Department and uh, tell what they saw and who did this and who's responsible so we can hold those people into the, those individuals responsible for their actions. Chief, without uh, wrecking the uh, the investigation or anything, were the th- officers ever threatened by the crowd at any time? The officers, as they were trying to get people back, there were people who kept coming up, kept trying to get past the area. The officers were ordering to get back. I don't know if you're familiar with the area right now, but uh, to help with the outside uh, dining for certain restaurants like Dicology and those right there in that general area, there's been parklets set up there. So there's concrete barricades that have been set up. Officers were trying to order people back on the other side of the concrete barricades. We didn't know exactly what we had. We didn't know if we had multiple shooters. Uh, initially, when the officers rushed in, they couldn't even find the victim initially until they got past everybody because were, the crowd was so thick. As they're telling people to get back, people are collapsing. You know, we got to protect that crime scene. There's evidence potentially there that people are uh, trampling on, walking on, that kind of thing. And we're trying to render aid. Uh, you know, there's a video that's been floating around out there. Obviously, we've all seen it. Uh, and you can see that they're still treating the gentleman in the background. Uh, firemen are coming in with backboards and stuff during that incident. And we're still trying to tell people to get back. And uh, some people just don't want to comply. And we have to control that scene. So uh, during that situation, you know, officers had to uh, uh, deploy mace multiple times on the crowd to get them to disperse. And, uh, you know, like I said, the vast majority of people complied and got back. But there were several who didn't. Um, you know, the individual in this uh, video that's been going around on the Internet that people are asking about, that individual was told multiple times by multiple officers to get back. He was asked nicely. He wouldn't comply. At times he would step back and he would come forward, step back, come forward, you know, and the officers uh, deployed mace, you know, and, uh, you know, he was shoved back first. And then as he started to come back again, another officer maced him. So uh, I stand by the officer's use of force. We reviewed the videos. Uh, it was an appropriate use of force. 
And, you know, the officers got to do what they got to do in these situations. The whole time this is all going down, I have officers providing CPR. I have officers providing uh, treatment to gunshot wounds, you know, putting seal packings on this gentleman, uh, trying to stop the bleeding. And the whole time the crowds collapse them, some of them for nothing other than to live stream this video on the Internet and social media. So that disrespect that people have for human life and that lack of value played a role out there. You know, obviously there were people there that were concerned that were with him. Uh, people that were friends of his, you know, so it was a mix of people that were out there. But again, these type of situations, when an officer tells you to get back, just get back, comply, comply. And there's no use of force. Take some responsibility for your own personal actions and step back. Chief, uh, what lessons uh, can there be learned here, uh, not just with the community, uh, but even with the police uh, when you've got. Because the videos leading up to it uh, that, that were shared on social media, I mean, you just had scores of people down there, like 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was. Um, knowing that, uh, you know, we've had problems with block parties and uh, this seemed to be a block party, a private party of sorts at Wet Bar. What, what kinds of lessons uh, should we take away from this to better control these situations so they don't turn into... You know, a, a fight that turns into shots fired, somebody else got stabbed, police are having trouble responding to the scene. Is it a matter of increasing police presence around that area uh, and uh, having more, I guess, uh, uh, interactions with individuals before things get out of hand? Or how do we exactly uh, you know, uh, learn from this? Well, again, like you said, there was several people that were out there prior. Like I said, we got there about one thirty due to the line trying to get into the bar, being around the uh, block, and then people who were coming in and out of the bars for smoke breaks or whatever they were doing out there. I haven't watched all the videos. I've watched the pertinent videos. Um, my detectives are still going through that. But the issue is it doesn't matter if it's in a park. It doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the roadways where we're being taken over roadways or vacant lots. It's never good to mix drugs, alcohol, and late-night partying together. It just doesn't work out. And we've seen that all summer long. And it's not just in our community. I've had conversations with chiefs from different communities uh, all summer long about these same issues that they are having their block parties and their pop-up parties around town. You know, we were concerned because one of the organizers that was involved in this uh, was also the person who was promoting the party at the wet bar. You know, we reached out to the owner of the wet bar, and I believe that, you know, I haven't talked to the owner. Uh, you know, I believe that he took some actions to try to do what he could. But again, you know, it's one of those things that it's never a good mix. As far as officers mingling with the people, obviously officers had conversations with people down there earlier. We had taken open alcohol away from people. We had used discretion, you know, uh, and uh, et cetera, during that time period leading up to that. And for the vast majority, according to my officers, they were – you know, uh, compliant. They were doing what they were asked to do. There were no major issues. Uh, but as we've seen in some of these block parties and everywhere else, it only takes a few people, a handful of small people who always seem to ruin it for everybody else and make these things unsafe. We have to look at the fact that we've had, you know, two females shot. We've had two homicides now related to these large gatherings. And, you know, this wasn't an official block party. This was a party at a club that got too large and that I'm being told then closed down early. It was supposed to go to 3 a.m. from 11 to 3. It closed down around 2 o'clock. They pushed everybody outside, and then we're left to deal with the, uh, the, the the remnants of it, you know. And obviously the bars are still open. Some bars are still open at 3 o'clock, so people have a right to mingle back and forth to the other bars. So, uh, you know, it's something that the officers try to do with discretion. We all know the world we're living in right now, uh, and the officers are using more discretion than ever, more patience than ever with people, uh, you know, trying to make sure that we don't, we're not the cause of something kicking off. And again, you know, 
this here it lies solely at the blame of the people that are responsible for this incident. The incident is the sole responsible for careless people who have no respect for life or value of life in our community. And it's time for the people who witnessed it to step forward. This, uh, this, this culture of I didn't see nothing, didn't say nothing, it's got to go, you know, it's got to go. That man should not die in vain because we know multiple people saw what happened and they don't want to say what happened or they want to lie about what happens. So, you know, we need people to come forward uh, and do the right thing here. Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow joins us reacting to uh, the incident early Saturday morning where somebody was shot multiple times. That individual died. Somebody else was stabbed outside of Wet Bar, downtown Springfield. You had mentioned, uh, you know, Wet Bar apparently closed down earlier than intended, pushing everybody outside. This has been a conversation before. I remember when there were fights that broke out uh, on New Year's Day. Uh, downtown a lot of good discussion at city council was how do we hold these bars accountable uh should they have some kind of uh, private security not just within the facility but even outside the facility like you said people were going outside for smoke breaks or whatever was going on there um should there be more responsibility for the the establishment owners in um in a way self-policing their patrons well, that's something I think that can definitely be uh, explored. You know, we've tried to explore that in the past, uh, some different options. But it would take all of the bar owners working together that have the 3 o'clock license or even the 1 o'clock license, you know. Uh, could there be some type of association that would pay for extra officers to be down there in that time period? But even that, we had officers down there this time, and it, it still kicked off. You know, we had plenty of officers in that area at the time it kicked off or what we should have had. We would never have had hire back for that many officers that were down in that general area. You know, we had probably an excess of 3 block area of 10 or 12 officers in the three block area along the fifth street corridor during that time frame when it's kicked off you know officers were down at fourth and uh, monroe uh, blocking traffic because they were just stopping in the middle of the road on monroe street and parking in the middle of the road so uh you know we had officers in the general vicinity and you're talking a lot of our manpower i would say probably i'd have to talk to my lieutenant but i would say before the shots fired, over 50% of our manpower was tied up down there uh, dealing with the downtown bar crowds. Uh, again, you know, it's one of these things, you know, I'm not putting any blame on any specific bar or tavern, but it's these large crowds that gather. And like I said earlier, the only people responsible are the people that uh, carelessly and recklessly uh, committed actions that endangered everybody else down there. Police Chief Kenny Winslow is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Chief, I'll ask the unpopular question right now. You know, we have downtown bars, summer 1, summer 3 a.m. Would moving them back to 1 a.m. help this situation or would just move the problem somewhere else? Well, you know, that's something that uh, we've talked about over the years. That's a decision that the aldermen have to make. You know, we've also talked about curfews. Do we need a curfew that limits everybody's ability to be out after a certain hour to stop these large gatherings and give officers more tools to uh, to do something for somebody who's out, you know? Again, part of the problem you had on Saturday night is that it's 2 o'clock and the 3 o'clock bars are still open, and people can leave and they can go elsewhere. They can go to one of the other bars a block away. Uh, so I think those are conversations and decisions that the aldermen have to make, but there are tools out there they can to utilize. Uh, is that something we want to go down? I don't know. I never thought we would have to go down that, to be honest with you. But we're talking about different times. We're not talking about times of you or I growing up, Chris, when a fight turned into a, an argument, turned into a fist fight, uh, and 
once it was over, it was done. Nowadays, people want to pull out guns and knives, and that's their first reaction. So it's endangering everybody else. You know, I had a conversation with the chief in Peoria a week before he had 13 people shot at a block party. I had a conversation with other chiefs on that same call uh, for throughout the state of Illinois that were having these same situations. So is the pandemic, you know, giving rise to some of this where people are feeling cooped up and they have to like they have to get out and come together? That could be part of it. But the bottom line, it comes down to just a general lack of respect and value for life. Yeah, Chief, and to add to that, you know, one of the one of the things I'm noticing, you know, going into mini marts at four in the morning, you know, before I come to work, I see a lot more people coming in from a party. You know, they're basically going back. Even 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 today, this morning, Tuesday morning at four a.m., I'm seeing people come in. You know, that have been partying all night, that have come into the mini mart. You know, you can tell, you know, that they're not in the greatest shape, and some of them are brought by taxi, some of them are driving. You know, it's like, and 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 it's 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 getting ridiculous here. It seems like there's a lot of free time on people's hands and they're using it to do bad things which is really disappointing no and i concur with you on that chris again you know i, I don't want to blame you know the 195 people out there that had nothing to do with this uh but it's you know that five or six that had something to do with that endangered everybody else there and, and it's a shame that it's, that it's gotten to that but again now i need that other 195 people who saw what happened to step forward and do the right thing chief thank you so much for the time we really yeah, appreciate, appreciate it, it.